Just to let you know, we might be using some of our grown-up words on this episode. So if you have any kids or co-workers around, you might want to think about putting them to bed a little early tonight. Wait. This is Adam. And this is Lisa. And this is Designated Parent. A podcast where we look at children's programming through the lens of adult beverages. Cheers. Cheers. Ah, those are good ones. So, just some wine tonight. It's, this has like some sort of shipwreck on the bottle. I'm not really sure. I don't know. It's like $5 Aldi wine. Maybe. I mean, it's... It's pretty good. I mean, I'm not, I'm not complicated, so... Uh, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's called Second Voyage. Called Second Voyage. It's a cab sav. Cab savs in general are very uh, safe for me. Like I like I like a cheap cab sav. I like a more expensive cab sav. All the cab sav. I'll I, take it all. Um, I'm not picky. Mm-hmm. I drink wine of all of all ilks. Yeah, there's some wine that I'm like mm-hmm. mm, not for me. Yeah, but here we are. So uh, how's your week going? I mean, it's very short week. Yeah, so far. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I promise it's going to get longer. I mean, it's, you know, it'll be great. Yeah, it'll be great. It'll be uh, what it is. No, I'm I'm excited. Uh, it is the week of Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it might be Monday, but it's a short week and it ends in pie. So, like, we can do this. Yeah, we can get to pie. <laughs> we can get to pie. I can do pie. And so that's fun. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, it's it's fine so far. I yelled at our kids to clean their rooms. Like, that was what I did today. Everybody was home, and I was like, listen, no one is going to see a screen until I have approved your room as clean. Mm-hmm. You can you can listen to audiobooks on your little, like, talkie-talks. Oh, that was very generous. Um, very generous of me, I thought. And they did, and listened to music and had some fun with that. I was like, no. That's, that's what we're doing. We're getting this done. I'm tired of it. So, um, our sons were done. In like 40 minutes? No, it was about 10 o'clock. Okay. A couple hours. Took a couple hours. Our daughter is It was like three in the afternoon. I'm surprised she was done at all today. Like, I'm surprised she just didn't dig in and was like, fine. Well, I told her if she didn't get it done, like there was going to be some dire consequences about not being allowed to have her tablet for the trip all the way to Chicago. Mm Mm-hmm. And she was like, are you serious? I'm like, dead serious. <laughs> I am serious. And I will play music the whole way. <laughs> so she took that to heart. Because uh, Hawkeye is coming out on Wednesday. Right, right. And she wants to be able to watch it. And I'm like, okay, well, here we go. Maybe we'll get up at 8 in the morning and watch Hawkeye and then get on the road. Maybe. I want to watch it. You, I mean, we can. We can. We'll see, what, we'll see how the morning goes. Yeah. Um... Do I want to watch it or sleep in? I feel like you always want to sleep in. You slept a bunch this weekend. I did. I did. It was great. Mostly because I told the kids, um, because we had a party on Saturday night. We did. um, A nice, sensible, vaccinated gathering. Mm -hmm. Um, Told the kids, uh, whenever I wake up in the morning, you can help me clean this house. You want to sleep in on a Saturday, tell the kids when you wake up. As soon as we get up, we're cleaning. And those things, they will walk on eggshells. Well, and I did get up. I got up early uh, and I talked to all the kids and I was like, listen, 
you can have screens until your dad wakes up if you don't wake up your dad or each other. And then I went to breakfast with my friends. And then I came back from breakfast with my friends. And you were still asleep. Yep. I did have like a 10 o'clock thing I wanted to do. Oh, I didn't know that. What was it? I had something to do. At 10 o'clock? I forget what it was. Did no. you set an alarm? Yeah. Well, no. I just was like, I'll, I'll be up at 10. And oh, I okay. I forget what it was now. Like I had to make a run out and get something and then come back. I forget. Popcorn. Popcorn. That's right. I had to go pick up a popcorn order for mm-hmm. Cub Scouts. So I did that and then uh, came back and then cleaned in earnest. So, and then I had to pick up wreaths mm-hmm. and run them all over Tarnation and deliver them to people who were coming and going. And that was fun. And yeah. All these, all these uh, Cub Scout dad uh, chores. Yeah. You're well, as and, of, uh, and Scout dad chores, uh, as of this afternoon, you are officially I'm the official Cubmaster. Well, good. Let's get so some stuff done. The uh, the the administration has changed. Mm-hmm. It's a peaceful handover of power. <laughs> right. <laughs> some of y'all take notes, and uh, that's good. My uh, my predecessor is ta- staying on as an assistant Cubmaster. It's very kind of them. Yes, I am very pleased that I'll have some of you like what like the fuck is what this? do I do <laughs> like what do I even do here like. That'll be good. Are you excited? I am. I'm. I'm excited. I think it'll be good to, uh, to have that official, and then be able to kind of put some organization in place. And yep, if you need people to bother people or be like, how do I contact this person? I'm very connected. Well, I now have um, a much wider access to the uh, rosters because mm-hmm. I used to only be able to access the one den which is fair because I was mm-hmm. a den leader but now there's the cub master I can access anyone in the troop I'm gonna email all the people it's fantastic or not the troop the pack the pack yes I pack use level. cub scout and boy scout language interchangeably and it pisses people off oh there are some people that get <laughs> really up about that I'm like whatever well I understand I don't even know your name, so, like, (laughs) ah, your opinion is minimal. So, great. Great. But anyway, so that's happening, and I'm excited. It'll be fun. Yeah. Um, I'm going to do it for about two years, and Mm -hmm. then I get to tap out because I won't have any any kids in the pack anymore, so Mm -hmm. that's the plan. That's the plan. And I get a little knot if I want it for my shirt, for my fancy uniform. So fancy, a little decoration. Fans. It'll be mm. cute, but anyway. So, anyway, we watched a movie today. We we did. We actually well, actually last night. Yes, we watched it last night. Uh, we watched Jingle All the Way to, starring Larry the Cable Guy. This is a movie that exists. <laughs> it was a surprise to me too. I was like, what? <laughs> They made this? They made a sequel to this I movie? Expe- I expect, I saw the thing for this movie and I expected it to be like a jokey teaser trailer mm-hmm. of of a satire of a movie that will never be made. Right. But no. But no. This is the whole thing. It's made by WWE Entertainment. The same guys that bring you professional wrestling. I did not know that this was a thing. Yeah. At all. I mean, this and the XFL are their two biggest non-wrestling hits. This says a lot of things about their biggest non-wrestling hits. 
I mean, maybe just stick to wrestling. Yeah, maybe Wrestling's maybe stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. <laughs> but uh, this stars the one, the only, the thankfully not that busy anymore, Larry the Cable Guy. Larry the Cable Guy. Remember when like Redneck Comedy had like a real big minute? Right, yeah. Like Jeff Foxworthy. Larry the Cable uh, Larry Guy. Larry the Cable Guy. Ron White. Okay, yeah. Uh, uh, oh, what was his name? Bill with the Here's Your Sign. Yes. That guy. Like, that guy. There was like a whole minute there. Yeah, the Red the Redneck Comedy Tour. Redneck Comedy Tour. Like, that was, uh, you know, that was living in the day for uh, for a lot of people. That passed. Yeah, yeah. It, that, Just, that's interesting that it like, became real mainstream. Like, there's, you're always going to have comedians who look like all kinds of people. Because... Truth. Here's hot, hot take. Everybody has humor. All all kinds of people can be humorous. I want to hear an Amish stand-up. Yeah. I, you know what? I bet they would kill. I bet they'd be awesome. <laughs> In a pacifist kind of way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it'd be awesome. But yeah, I mean, human, the desire to make people laugh and the desire to laugh is a universal human thing. Right. It's everywhere. It's, it's everywhere. So... So, like, I'm not, am I surprised that we have redneck comedians? No. I am surprised that they became such a cultural touchstone. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that was, was kind of interesting. That was kind of a weird minute there, but, mm-hmm. um, you know. It's you know, whatever. You know, well, and the other thing is, uh, those guys just made bank while, while it was going. Yeah, absolutely. And you're like, we are going to milk this cow till it dries up. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to slaughter it and eat it. Yeah. And then I have to say, like, those guys, though, like Jeff Foxworthy, especially if he would have been at one of my family reunions, he would have blended right in. <laughs> you know, it's true. It is true. It is. Yeah, it is. Uh, Ron White and uh, Bill Engvall, a little bit bigger. Larry the Cable Guy, mm-hmm. eh, not quite. He's, you know, not quite of the same stock, but like we we had these skinny redneck um, <laughs> with a lot of ill-advised uh, mustaches hanging out since the early late 70s. Oh, yeah. So many, so many so mustache many mustaches choices. in my, my family tree. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he would have been just, uh, that's my Uncle Jeff. He would have been like, yeah, sure. Like, seems seems fine. Seems fine. All this is fine. It's on your dad's side, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely my dad's side. Um, but, no, anyway. But Larry's in this one. No one else makes a cameo. Also of note, you know how many people are in this movie? We talked about this with Home Alone last week. We had one star. Yes, one, one crossover. One crossover. Uh, guess cast how many? Member. Guess how many cast members cross over between Jingle All the Way and Jingle All the Way Two? I mean, lower. <laughs> Was I very sad? That Chris Parnell was not in this movie. Yeah, it would have been a three-peat. We don't know. As a very, like, grumpy toy store uh, manager now who, like, you know, clicked up the ranks over 20 years. he's like a regional manager. Right, and, like, very annoyed. Yeah. Um, Yeah, absolutely zero people crossed over from Jingle 1 to Jingle 2. So this isn't even a sequel. No. This is, like, a movie based on the same premise no i mean yes but like the premise is so far different premise is hot toy hot toy dad wants it dad wants it but we're gonna see like everything else after that is is completely different (laughs) 
So we meet Larry and his precocious little daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, and whose name's Noel. Noel, of course. Of course. And also Noel loves Christmas. Of course. She's so into it. And Larry is Poe. He is poor as all get out. I mean, but he's also like uh he does like hunting and fishing and like he's real outdoorsy. Yeah, and there's gonna be a moment later where he gets criticized for how poor he is because he only works part time as a trucker and he's like, Yeah, that's all I need. Like I got my trailer, I got mm-hmm. I got time off to go hunt and fish in. Right. I can, I can do spend, whatever I want. I can spend all this time with my daughter. Like I live very small so that Yeah, I mean, I've just checked out of the rat race. Right. I have Don't everything hate I have everything I need. Like, what's the point of doing all this work? But he's he's not very he's poor. And so he and his daughter, um, they're gonna go ice fishing, they go mm-hmm. out and they have a whole conversation about um you know, his daughter wishes that uh, he could have been at her mom's wedding, which I'm going to say, I don't know what the protocol for that is. but Right. Well, and he was like, well, it's okay. I'm glad you went and had fun. And she was like, it was so beautiful. And I, you know, like. You should I, see mom's engagement ring. The diamond's so big. And he's, he's like, like, well, mm-hmm. that's great, baby. I'm mm-hmm. so, I'm so, you know what? If she's happy, I'm happy for her. Like, he's actually very diplomatic yeah. about uh co-parenting with his ex like he definitely could have used this opportunity to uh drag her a little bit and he did not she's well and then she says why didn't you and mommy stay married And he's like well she's she's real smart and ambitious and driven and like wants to move forward with her life and i'm i'm me and like you're like okay well like good for that that's a lot of self-awareness. That was really self-aware. To be like, we wanted different things. We wanted different things. And, uh, you know, she wanted me to be different things. And she didn't want to live her life in a trailer, barely mm-hmm. scraping by, but having a lot of time. She wanted more comfortable life and more comfortable life for you. And I, I don't know, it just didn't work out. And you're like, okay. Right, Larry, right. I'm she, on your side. Right. And she's like, we're and we're really different people. Like, she likes... Uh, something like petit fours and petit fours, petit fours, uh, and I like ice fishing, and she's like, I like ice fishing and petit fours, <laughs> and that's and he's like, oh, and that's why me and your mom both love you, like you right. know, like really gets out of this in ways that are very affirming and very encouraging and very diplomatic. Like, yeah, I like this guy, I I like him, but. He seems like he has a decent co-parenting relationship. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so they roll up. And he's like, well, I got to get you back to your mom's, Victor, mm-hmm. who's the husband. And so they roll up to Victor's house. Victor lives in like a fucking mansion. So we still have no clue where this place is. No, no. Okay. We know you can drive to ice fishing. Yes. So hilly mountains. I mean, but, like, Maybe there's also ice fishing, like... With lakes. Lots of places. Yeah. I mean, that's true. So it could be, like, in Minnesota. Right. It could be in Minnesota. But the catch is, when we get to Victor's house, also when we left Larry's house and when we went to Victor's house... We forgot to say, Larry's character's name in this movie is named... Is Larry. Larry. That yeah, that's easy. helpful. When we get to Victor's house and at Larry's house, it was not snowing, mm-hmm. but it's a modest morning's drive... To get to ice fishing. Right. And back. Right. And then um, it's not that it's 
not that cold at no. Victor's house. Like people are wearing like a scarf it's, and like an open jacket. It's California it's winter. Calif- it's California winter. Um, people are wearing like an open jacket and like mm-hmm. uh, maybe a scarf or... Um, Somebody was wearing a... Well, we'll get to her. But yeah, we'll get to her. There's another look coming up that's like, are you cold or not? <laughs> right. Like, Pick I, a lane. I, you were not. You can't be cold. But then the grass is like green, like bright green. Oh, yeah. Not like brown grass where you're like, it's winter and it just has, we're just between snows. Yeah. It's like, it, there are practically flowers on the trees. Like, it, yeah, it, it is, is very odd. Very odd. But of course, probably that's when they filmed it. <laughs> And they're like, well, drive to ice fishing. And you're like, where can you drive to ice fishing from North Carolina? So, But they, they roll up to Victor's place. It's huge. Yes. Giant mansion. Uh, Noel mentions he's got his own boat. And they're like, huh, good for him. Like, just, you know, mm-hmm. you can tell he's kind of chuffed. He's, st- he's starting to get a little annoyed mm-hmm. uh, by Victor in general. Yep. And then uh, they roll out to meet Victor. And, you know, they're like. Hey, welcome back from the honeymoon. How are you doing, happy couple? And there's like all these people putting Christmas decorations all over right, the like house. Right, like all of his staff. Yeah, he's got like household staff. Um, and um, they start talking logistics of the holiday. Right. And they decide they're going to swap Noel out every other day for the Christmas. So that's the, that's what they've always done. Yeah. And so like normally they... um. Through the school year, I think she does, like, week to week. Uh, but at the holiday... It's be- every other day. It's every other day. That seems like a lot. But they live in the same town. They live in the same town, I guess, but, like, still... It can be, like, I'll drop her off at school, you pick her up from school. Like... But this is the holiday, so but now it's, the it's holiday. like... We're gonna meet somewhere to do a handoff every, every day. day. Maybe they just, like, every day we're meeting at lunch... I don't know. Or, I don't I know. know. I don't know how they do it, but this is how they've always done it, and it works for them and yeah. their co-parenting strategy. Uh, again, I'm not. I'm not down on it. Other but, than well, man, part, it sounds like a little work. Part of it was somebody gets Christmas Eve, somebody gets Christmas Day. That's true. And so, like that's that's the part that was super important. Is that like they sure. each have a Christmas special time? And Larry's going to get Christmas. He gets Eve. Christmas Day this year. Yeah, he's got Christmas Day this year, and Victor is like, but it's our first year as a family and the mom's like listen like we switch every year (laughs) this is his year like it's fine it's fine we'll We'll do christmas Christmas eve Eve. it'll be fine he's like but i wanted to do he was like but i was all excited about christmas as a family and there he is you can see he's kind of like you know like noel's like why don't i go i have Larry's, like, I go to Dad's Christmas first in the morning, and then I'll come here for Christmas Christmas in the afternoon. And dinner. Christmas dinner. And dinner. And Victor's like, that works for me. And Noel's like, yes, I get two Christmases. And I was like, girl, you're the kid of a divorced parent. You always get two Christmases. What's wrong with you? It's the only good thing about this whole situation. (laughs) You always get two Christmases. So, um, they head out. So Larry's like, all right, well, we'll see you tomorrow. I'm going to head out. So he goes to the diner and he meets up with his buddy, Claude. Claude, played by 
I have no idea his actual name, but he's a professional wrestler. He's a Canadian professional wrestler. Yep. So that's they did. The WWE Entertainment Group did not stray far from this. Right. He is the best damn actor in this whole movie. He is. Except except for uh, Victor. Victor does. Okay. Victor is a slightly better actor. I don't know. Ah. Uh. The one, I, the one scene that made me laugh was Victor. Yeah, but I don't. It wasn't his acting ability. <laughs> but yes, Claude, Claude, uh, the, he's a great actor. The pro wrestler is a great actor. He is, uh, he is apparently like, you know, Larry's hetero life buddy. Like, yeah, I, I can't figure out if he's his roommate, if he's his neighbor, if he's his best friend. But he is always there. Yeah, he is, he is always, always there for Larry. There. He is always there. He's a good friend. Um, and they're having lunch and talking about things and, and how, um, Larry doesn't know what to do as far as daughter. And there's an ad for the Harrison bear, the Harrison bear, the Harrison bear. So the Harrison bear is a, uh, animatronic talking thing. Do you remember Teddy Ruxpin? Yeah. It's like a semi-sentient Teddy Ruxpin meets a Furby. Yeah, it's like it's like Furby, Teddy Ruxpin, uh, and then Housebot like yeah. combo. Yeah, it's kind of creepy, but apparently they're all the rage this year. Every child wants one, and you're like, okay, here we are, jingle all the way. <laughs> I got, I, I got, I got, what, I got what you're uh, laying down. Also, it's really weird because this commercial comes out and the whole like diner shuts up and watches the TV. It's not a commercial. It is a local news anchor being like hot new toys for the whatever. Oh, yeah, that's what it like, is. Like ab- everybody's on it, right? After six, and then like pew 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 lasers. Also, since this is you know, so Noel's on Christmas break at this point, so mm-hmm. I we can safely assume we're like seven days from Christmas. Yes. Like yes. the hot new toy segments are go- are airing now at Thanksgiving. Let's hope. Let's hope. And then you're you're hoping to maybe get some stuff together. And then by Christmas, like the week before Christmas, things if it's are rough. not done, it's not getting done. Yeah, you're you're kind of <laughs> on the glide slope at that point. So we'll see what happens. But mm-hmm. anyway, um, so Larry's like, "All right, well, I got to compete with Victor somehow." Right. Well, and Claude's like, "You know, it's not a competition, and that Noel doesn't care about that, and that everyone has." Enough love in their hearts for whoever is in their life. You know, like... Thank you, wrestler. Right. <laughs> it, was, it was very, like... Heartfelt. Heartfelt. Like, the moral and, of the story. And poignant. And, like, in a nutshell. And he's like, nah. Like... Nah. But I can't compete on wallet, so I gotta compete on heart. And he's like, well, you know, I, I can work with that. Like, just love right. your daughter the most you can. Sure, sure. And he's like, I'm, I'm here for that. He's like, I have to get her the very best thing for Christmas. Mm-hmm. So... While Victor had made, like, this huge light display, that's mm-hmm. what our staff was doing, Larry goes home and makes a light display out of, like, used car parts and, like, dollar store Christmas lights. Right, and, lights he like, found around. And he's got, like, this huge circuit board that he uses to light it all up. It has a giant, like, flipper switch. like yep. a Like a fully Frankenstein's monster flipper switch that you would use if you have, like, very high voltage equipment. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in real life, I've never seen one, not on a piece of high voltage equipment. Well, I'm, I mean, they don't have that style anymore, but I've seen some they, pretty They big... do have that style. They're fucking terrifying. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, you I mean, flip it and then you, you put a lock through it. 
Well, yeah, but they all, so anymore, it's the ones that have like the enclosed cabinet and the handles on the side mm-hmm. that you flip. Yeah. And it's doing the same thing, but it's right, not, right. there's but no it's exposed like a, it's like a contact. U. It's like a U. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> with, the... with the big grip on the top. Yeah, he does that. Um, and he lights that up as Noel comes back to visit and mm-hmm. ends up like shooting him backwards and he would be dead. Right. He would be dead. But every, like, everyone is just like, oh, Larry, he's always getting into scrapes. You know, yeah, like, you know, like his, his, his vest is, he only wears vest in this because Larry. Right. His vest is smoldering and his hair is a little frizzled, but he's fine. But he's fine. Like, oh, Larry. Mm-hmm. And so next morning, um, Noelle's comparing some things. She's like, you know, Victor Chef makes cool stuff. And he's like, fucker's got a chef. Like, Well, he was like, uh, he you... was like, we, he was like, I was going to make Christmas cookies, but something happened. And she's like, that's okay. But the power's out because. But the this... power's out because he blew all the breakers. Yes. Okay. Um, and she's like, that's okay. I can make cookies with Chef Philippe. And he's like, who the fuck is Chef Philippe? And he's like, oh, it's Victor Chef. He makes really good things. Yeah, he makes great pancakes and cookies and... Yeah, so he's got a pastry chef. So right. Cool. Uh, and then she's like... Well, he's like, I bet Chef Philippe can't make no Fruity Pebbles. He's like, no, nah, he can't. And he's like, yeah, sure, but okay, Because cool. Fruity Pebbles are the shit. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then she's like... He's like, maybe... She's like, maybe we should get a bigger tree. And he's like, what's wrong with this tree? And it's like a little teacup like right it is eight a, inch tall a tiny little tree what's on my little charlie brown tree it's so cute and she's like well you know maybe just got just, a bigger one. yeah maybe it would just be fun to have a bigger tree and he's like you know what yeah you and me will go shopping for a tree and she's like yay i love christmas yep so i love go, spending money so they go to tree shopping and this is where we uh get approached by tree girl uh, tree girl she has no name she has no name she's basically walks up there she's like you like what you see and she is nothing. She's wearing. Uh, she's wearing jeans and a flannel. Yes. Uh, but unbuttoned a lot. Uh, yeah. With a lot of cleavage. Ceremonial at this point, I think. But then she's also wearing gloves. Yes. And a scarf that does not cover her cleavage. No. And a hat. Yeah. So the hat appears to be a piece of the uniform, as I believe is the scarf. Oh. Okay. A uniform scarf is an interesting choice. Well, you know. Wear a scarf. Yeah, it, it's a Christmas tree farm, so you're paying for you, the fantasy. Right, you got you got to have the scarf. It's, I mean, paying for the fantasy sounds like another I mean, but kind the, of industry. But, but also, the, like, there's a lot of cleavage out. Like There was. You, you would be very cold. Yeah. There's a lot of cleavage in this movie. Like, for, for them not to have any kind of romantic, like, B Boil or C for, plot. Yeah, there's no romance. Him, for, it was very strange. Other than maybe Claude. Other than maybe Claude. That's a whole, like, Cla- I'm shipping them. Claude is really here for him. Yeah, he is. He's a good dude. And, you know, Larry, if you can realize what you've got going there. Right, Team Larry Claude. Yeah, I am. I'm not going to portmanteau that. To Claudely. Like, Claudely. Claude. Mm, lard. Lard. Lair. Yeah, I don't know. Larry. No, I, feel, I feel like we don't need to make a couple names. Larry Claude. Larry Claude. Larry Claude. We're shipping that. But yeah, she's like really, yeah, out there. Right. But I mean, like, maybe she's just using sex to sell Christmas trees. You know, like, it works. I mean, it. I'm not saying it doesn't in most <laughs> industries. Where but I feel Christmas trees are. Where she's are... like, I feel like you're a pine man. <laughs> 
And yeah. he's like, why, thanks. I'm looking for something special, but also very cheap. He's like, we got these nice spruces that are tall and straight and super turgid. And you're like, whoa, no, you shouldn't say that. Yeah. But like, uh, and and they're, 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 three, trees, they're $300. Trees and he's like, yeah, and I am uh, I'm not that fancy. No. Also, like... $300 is a lot of money for a real tree. Yeah, I mean... I walk by our Kroger and I see the trees out front and I'm like, that's a nice looking tree. And it's like $80. I'm like, that seems reasonable for a nice looking tree. Right. I don't know where they're getting their trees, but right. apparently they're nice. F fancy. They're fa they're fancy whole food trees. And um, is he's like, I think maybe something a little smaller and not, and not as special. And she's like, well, a lot of their cheaper trees are sparser, but... You can uh, get them flocked. You can get them flocked, and that uh, makes them look a lot better. Which is the like fake snow, right? Stuff. Which is the fake snow, and uh, he's like, "How much is flocking?" And she's like, "Well, flocking is free if you buy a tree." And he's like, "I just want the flocking then." <laughs> yeah. And she's like, "That's not how it works." That's not how any of this works. And then he's like, "By the way, what the heck's going on over there? There's a trailer with a giant tree on it." Right. It's like a twenty foot. Um, mm -hmm. tree from Maine shipped yeah. in from Maine. It it's was like Norway spruce. Norway it's $10, spruce, ten thousand dollars. <gasps> and he's like, "Who's dumb enough to have ten thousand dollars to spend on a tree?" And he sees like Victor signing the paper, and he's like, "Motherfucker!" <laughs> it turns out, so Victor is the CEO of Baxter Box Company. Baxter Box Company. So with Christmas, uh, everybody's ordering things online. Yeah. And all that shit comes in boxes. Like, so it's been a banner year for Baxter Box Company. Banner year for Baxter, Baxter Box Company. So, um, and they are apparently the factory in town. Mm hmm So they are sponsoring the tree. They do the Christmas tree lighting. They do a lot of charity work in the town. They like, do it every again, year. It's hard not to like the guy. He's not a bad guy. Mm-hmm. Like, it's fine. And there is pissed turns around walks off well and, and he walks he overhears uh mm. victor talking to uh shoot what's her name liz the mom the mom yeah. yeah uh and he's like oh i'm just here getting everything ready for the tree lighting ceremony and liz is like i don't i don't think you needed to buy this like ten thousand dollar tree like are you trying to buy their love are you trying to run for mayor and he's like i mean i figure like Let's spread let's spread all the cheer we can. And like if I can if I can buy people's love, like so why be it. I, like... <laughs> why shouldn't I? <laughs> and he's like, that fucker's gonna try to buy Noel's love. Which he is. Spoilers. Alright, so he has Larry gets stomps away. He gets walks into the open aired flocking machine, which has no safety protocols around it absolutely, at all. Absolutely, absolutely not. And they're just flocking into the wind mm -hmm. and gets Covered in white goo. So much more than they put on a tree. He was in there for so long. It's also, again, open air. So you could, like, be like, oh, shit, I'm in the wrong place. And, like, just fall out of it. Just walk away. Just walk away. There's nothing preventing you from going in any direction away from the slacking machine. But no, Larry stayed there and freaked out, but in one small spot for a very long time. Which caused him to be covered. Looked like we have almost no man. 100%. Yeah, he looked like that. That snow monster from Frozen. Pretty much. So, we go to Victor's. Uh, mm -hmm. Larry's got to get uh, Noel back. And the next thing we see is 
Victor has gotten a snow machine. Right. It's basically, I think, a uh, snow cone maker with a blower on it. Right. That they just shovel ice in and it makes powder, you know. It makes powdered snow and he's like having a snowball fight and they have like a little, little area of yeah. snow in their front yard. Yep. And she's like, this is the best. They come in and she's like, that was so much fun. You're almost as fun as my dad. And you can see Victor just like deflate. Like, oh, like thanks. I'm so glad I'm almost as fun. I put all this effort into this. And we, and honestly, he's trying. He's trying really hard. He's really trying. And like earnestly trying not just you know and i think he's trying from a good place i think so too where he's like i've never been a dad before and i'm you know jumping into this nine years in and like i want to be her friend and her father and like all this stuff like he's i again i don't hate victor right right yet yet (laughs) so Larry um, figures out that she's doing this, so he drives his trailer up to wherever there's snow. Wherever they were ice fishing. I don't know. Again, just the reality where there's like snow here, but not snow there. I don't know what's going on. I mean, it does happen in the mountains. I guess. But like, then you're driving. We didn't see them driving up mountains, though. Like. No, no. And also, like, if you want your daughter to have a snow experience... Why do you bring the mountain to the daughter? Why don't you bring the daughter to the mountain? Right. And be like, this is so much better. Look, it's nature and shit. Yeah. But no. He lives in a trailer. He could just live he, there for a couple yeah, weeks. Yeah, he could be like, for, for December, we move our trailer up to this tippy-toppy snowy wonderland. Like, it's like some sort of reverse snowbird. Yes. Yeah. Reverse snowbirding. Or you... That sounds dirty. Um, <laughs> or he could... Uh, I mean, you could just drive up there for the day and then mm-hmm. drive home where it's warm and not have to heat your trailer as much. Right. I mean, I feel like Larry really... Like he's, you know, he means well, but he's a bitch on a budget. Like, but he got a trailer instead of just taking a road trip. Yeah. But he drives down. He's half hour late to get there. Mm -hmm. Uh, And when he opens the back of the trailer, predictably. Right. So he shoves him and Claude. Shove shove all this snow. snow. Is it the trailer he lives in or is it like a pull 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 trailer? Like a U-Haul. Yeah. He fills a U-Haul with snow. Mm hmm. Fills it with snow. Mm-hmm. Like, to the tippy top. And then drives, and he's half an hour late yeah. to pick her up. So, so, ma- so maybe it took an, an hour. hour. Maybe, maybe, took, maybe it took two hours. Three yeah. hours, maybe, uh, to pick her up. So let's call it a 10-foot cube of snow. It's so much 1, snow. 1,000 cubic feet. Right, right. And in that amount of time, 1,000 cubic feet of snow melts. Yes. And then forms a tremendous amount of pressure. Don't think hard about this. In the trailer. Don't don't. So think that when hard. he's like, Noel, I got you some like real snow. None of that like fake shit you got at, at Victor's. I got some real snow. Like, let's do this. And he opens up the trailer and from the trailer bursts forth with like a Tsunami. like a fire engine hose. Yeah. Like spray. What the fuck? Of water. It pushes him backwards. There's so much of Larry the Cable Guy falling backwards into woods. Yeah, getting knocked out of frame by some force of nature. Yeah. 
um, you think he was Thor, but right. he is obviously not Thor. <laughs> right. I mean, there was and that one time just, Thor kind of looked like him. And then just him, so much water. Yeah. It was... I have so many questions. Do you know how long it takes for, like, a thousand cubic feet of snow to melt? Also, are we assuming that U-Haul trailers are solid pressure vessels? Right. They're perfectly sealed. They're hermetically sealed? I could get a U-Haul trailer to keep the water out driving down <laughs> in the rain. I can't imagine it keeps water in Y'all. in any appreciable way. I mean, what the hell? This makes no sense. But anyway, but it's anyway, a funny gag. It, ma- it magically all melted in the course of an hour. Even though, like, my friend in Boston, when I, in April, I was like, oh, how's it going? And they're like, oh, yeah, I still have, like, all this snow in my yard. <laughs> Or your Norwegian friends that one time you went out, and they're like, winter's it's almost April. over. Yeah, it's April. All the snow is melted. It is spring. And it's like, and then they got like six inches that night. No, it was like four feet. Oh. It was like to my hips. Nice. It was bonkers. And they're like, ah, it's a little snow. And I was like, y'all. Bless you for thinking your hips are four feet off the ground. I know, but like, it was I to mean, my hips. It was, that's a lot of snow. Yeah, three feet. But anyway, uh, that night, Larry tucks his daughter in, have a cute little moment of like, Mm -hmm. I love you, I love you. Right, and she was like, I'm so glad you brought me snow, even though by the time it got to me, it was just melted in water. But like, it's the thought that counts. Like, thanks. (laughs) So then Larry walks out his front door to meet Claude, who's waiting there. To meet Claude! Where the fuck did Claude come from? Is, Is he his neighbor? Does he have a trailer next door? So, again, I mean... I think about the people of... Very convenient. There, There's a certain familiarity you have with someone who's hanging out with you while right. you tuck your daughter in. Right. Like, that's a real close... That's a close personal relationship. friend. Yeah. yeah. Like, was he there the whole evening? Did they have dinner? Just the three of them? Right. Right. I Does Claude know. always just come over after his kid goes to bed and they hang out? Yeah. I mean, like, again... Do they share a porch? Is it like the trailer equivalent of a trailer of a duplex? Like I don't know. I'm so fascinated by the Larry by Claude. Claude relationship. <laughs> Again, I'm shipping it. I'm shipping it. Right. So Claude's there, and so he was like, there. "Stop competing." Yeah. Stop competing. Noelle loves you with Victor. Like, just be you. She loves you. Don't try to be Victor. You won't be Victor. She doesn't love Victor yet. She loves you. Be mm-hmm. you. Right. There you go. And she's like, he's like, but if I can get her the one thing that she wants more than anything else, I will win her heart. I'll win Christmas. I'll win Christmas. I just got to figure out what it is. I just got to figure out what it is. So the next morning they're at the diner. And, uh. He convinces her to write a letter to Santa. Yep. And. She's like, all right. She seals it up. She's like, can you mail it for me? He's like, sure thing, hon. And goes to op- kind of open it. She's like, no, no, you can't read it. It's like a wish. It doesn't come true if you if you share it. Okay. Who told children this? Who told children that your uh, wish to Santa was like secret and you couldn't tell anybody? Mm-hmm. So Larry's like, all right, fine. Well, there's a mailbox out there. I'll just take it out here. You wait here, honey. And he goes out to mail it in the mailbox. And what he's going to do is he's going to open it, like, discreetly and read it and then stick it in the mailbox. Right, right. As he's about to open it, who walks up? Claude! 
And, and he's like, you can't open that letter. It's not addressed to you. And he's like, it's addressed to Santa. Obviously. Like, and it's from my daughter. And he was like, well, this is my letter to Santa. And if you open it, like, we're fucking done. <laughs> like, and, it's over. And like, very sassily, I will say, puts his letter like, in the box and closes. Haughtily. Haughtily puts it in the box and just like books it out of there sashes away and literally larry's just looking at this like what the fuck just happened like did is there a conversation i'm gonna have to have with claude later like right and he was and he was having a real um like crisis of conscience like do i open this letter do i not open this letter and he was like but if i don't open this letter i can't win christmas yeah and so he opens opens the letter letter. and he reads it all her handwriting is atrocious yes but she's like oh her handwriting is atrocious, like almost as bad as mine. And to be fair, her handwriting is better than like all of my children's handwriting. So, and uh, you know, my but ch- you have to be able to read it on a screen. My so. children are all older than nine. This was <laughs> this was obviously prepared by some prop master, so, right? But still, uh, so the letter is that she wants her family to get a harsoni, harsoni, harsoni. And she's like, what the? All right. Well, anyway. I, I don't know what that means. He, so he's close it up and. He pockets the letter. Pockets it. Yeah. And takes off. At some point, he's to like go back to the diner where his daughter is and like drop her off. Yeah. Somewhere. Well, he takes her back to Victor and Victor, he drops mm-hmm. her off to Victor's and Victor says something about writing her letter to Santa. And she's and, like, oh, I already wrote one. And dad, dad dropped it off right away. And like, her Victor looks at Larry, and Larry just kind of like smiles, like, "Yeah, you know, yeah, I got this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna win Christmas. I got her letter, her. the one thing she wants. Oh, mm-hmm. I can't tell you, it's a secret, it's a wish." And Victor is like, "Fuck!" Right, I'm gonna tell kids that like writing a letter to Santa is like, you know, networking for a job. You tell every fucking person that you want that thing, mm-hmm. and then like, you know. You'll, pro- you'll probably get it. You might get two. Worst case scenario. You tell everybody. You tell grandma. You tell your aunt. You tell your godmother. You tell everybody you want that thing. Mm-hmm. There you go. And um, so Victor's trying to guess it, figure out what it is, what he what's supposed to be with Noel. Doesn't get it. Yeah. And Noel's like, I can't tell you. It won't come true. And so then he calls his security guy. Right. Wells? Wellington? Wellington. Welton. Wells, something. Some, like, weird British-sounding name. And he's like, listen, I got an assignment for you. I got a special assignment. And then it kind of fades back. So, next morning, alarm goes off. Larry wakes up. 6 a.m.? No. No. 7 a.m.? Snooze. No. 8 a.m.? No. It's like 10 a.m. Also, like, I like the cut of your jib. (laughs) Honestly, you don't have your daughter. Where you're like, you know what? Is my day off? I don't have my daughter today. You know, I'm going to sleep till 10. Right. I'm not I'm not doing shit. my long haul trucking. Like. Yep. So he takes off to Toy Traders to get something for his daughter. Uh, and he, he meets the guy at the door. He's like, what is a harsone? Right. So the guy at the door was like, hi, I'm Tyler. Like, Merry Christmas and Happy Hanukkah and Happy Kwanzaa. And, you know, like, Happy yeah. New Year and, like, have a great, great winter solstice. Have a great winter solstice. And how can I help you? And, and he, he, like, he kind of, like, lot. shoves the letter in his face and was like, what the fuck is this? 
And he's like, Harsone, Harsone. Oh! She, she could, could mean a Harrison bear. Come with me. And he shows him the display of Harrison. He's like, this is Harrison. It learns your name. It talks to you. It's great. The kids Thought, love, love it. So, oh, it's very hot right now. Oh, well, that must be it. I'll take one of them. Oh, yeah, we're out of those. Mm-hmm. Lead with that. Lead with the we're out of this. But if you want, you can put your name on the waiting list and mm-hmm. I will call you when we're getting a new shipment. We should get one more, like, we should get one more shipment in before Christmas. Right. And so the security guard is lurking, you know, menacingly over the corner. Right. And here's this all happen. And he calls his boss. He's like, hey, this is what it is. Right. Cool. He's, he's looking for this Harrison bear. All right. So again, next morning. Mm-hmm. Larry walks up, wakes up, and he's going to go on a mission all around town to find a Harrison bear. But mm-hmm. our security guy is running around earlier, mm-hmm. buying literally all the Harrisons. Buying literally all the Harrison bears. So this is okay. So this is where Victor really turns. Yeah, really turns the corner. <laughs> this is like it's, I said. I don't. I didn't hate Victor it's yet. Not, it's not enough for him to make sure that he gets a Harrison bear for Noel. He has to make sure that. Larry doesn't get a Harrison Bell for, bear for Noel, so therefore he buys up all the Harrison bears. Well, also Larry's going to have Christmas first, so the first Harrison bear you open matters. The second one would be like, oh, thanks, but I already I got, got one. one. Yeah, right. So that's not as awesome. So I get that. Also, this is the hottest bear of the season. Mm-hmm. This is a, a. It's impossible to find. No one can get one. Like the Turbo Man dolls, right? Except there's literally dozens of them on every so shelf we see. So many. Every shelf we see where the security guy oh, like walks by, there's like at least ten of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, like, it's the whole montage of the security guard getting these bears. Just buying them all up. And then, like, Larry frustratedly, like, stomping his feet and getting mad and punching him the you know, sign at one point and breaking the head off. And he's like, oh, that's not cool. Um... <laughs> And then, so there's, there's like it's a whole like road trip mo- montage of him mm-hmm. trying to find Harrison bears. While the while the guy gets hundreds, while, while the guy gets hundreds of Harrison bears, and he winds up back at the diner talking to Maggie. Yeah, Maggie, who also has a uh, pretty good cleavage. Yeah, fair. Uh, in her work uniform and her off hours uniform, and uh, I kept waiting for her to be like the romantic interest. I did too. But they never went there. But, but they thank never you, went there. Actually. Yeah, because yeah. you know what. Waitresses are not here for your romantic interests. They're not. You know, just because someone serves you doesn't mean they like you. Yes. Yes. True story. Um, but, but this is a small town where you assume that, like, everybody, like, likes everybody. Yeah. Uh, and so Maggie's like, what's up? And he's like, oh, you know, I'm just trying to find this Harrison bear. And I've looked everywhere and it's, like, really hard. And she's like, you know... Your daughter doesn't love you because of what, you like, you you get her. Like, she loves you because of you. And so, like, focus on, you know, that. And he's like, yeah, but I really want, like, I'm sure Victor can get her this. And, like, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I want to win Christmas. And she's like, that's really a shitty attitude to have. But whatever. I'm going to pour your coffee and walk away. So that evening, Larry gets a call that there's going to be new bears at mm-hmm. the toy trader's. At 4 a.m. Right. He's got to get up real early. Yeah. like Or at the opening. At he opening. gets up at 4 a.m. and gets in line. But guess who's first in the line? Like, yeah, Wilson or whatever his yeah. name is. So 
the guy runs in and everybody else is running behind him. And by the time the person that would have been literally behind the first guy in line gets there, they're all they're gone. They're all gone. And I'm like, what? They didn't have a one per person or like two. Like they didn't have any kind of limit. Like Aldi has a limit on their fucking milk. Like you didn't think about making a limit on the Harrison Bears, yeah. the hottest toy of the season. And honestly, Larry throws that at the uh, the manager guy that he had been talking to earlier. And I'm like, no, like dude's got a point. That's a, that's a valid complaint. And he's like, yeah, but uh, I think Kyle Kyle's yeah. response was just like, yeah, they don't pay me enough to strategize like no bears on shelf dude with cash right bears go out honestly i'm rewarded for like selling the most toys and not customer service so fuck you yeah pretty much so larry heads out and he sees the guy that's loading all the toys in the truck and he runs up he's like hey man hey can i get one of them toys i'll pay you like a 100 bucks for it and the guy's like yeah no no sorry and then Larry's like, come on, man, come on. And so the guy's like, well, if you're a better dad, maybe you'd already have one. Like, there's all kinds of shade getting thrown. Right. And then Larry kind of like, come on, please. And like puts his hand on his shoulder and the security guy like grabs his wrist and like chicken wings him. And like, he's like, yeah. Um, yeah, don't no, touch me. Don't touch me. Now go away. And sends him on his way. So then our next seat is Larry Noel, and they're making a gingerbread house, and it's super mm-hmm. cute. Right, and Larry keeps eating all the shingles. Yep. And she's like, yeah. Victor doesn't have time to make these houses. He's busy with this new project called Operation Who's Your Daddy. And I'm like, a couple things. <sighs> gross. That is a gross <laughs> name. The grossest name for, like, win over your stepdaughter's affection. I mean... Even if it wasn't that, it's not okay. Gross. Also, if it was something else and your daughter heard that, like, so Larry hears that and, like, his mind goes two ways at once and he doesn't like either of those things where he's at. And he kind of starts to figure out, um, maybe Victor's doing some shady shit. Mm -hmm. But he gets, gets Noel back and then he's sitting at the uh, diner with Claude Thinking right, things through, Claude. and he sees two ladies walk by with Harrison Bears. Mm-hmm. They're older ladies, yeah, older ladies. And he goes out to ask where they got him, but they think he's trying to steal him, so they beat him up. Right, they beat the shit out of him. These like old senior ladies, are like we took senior defense, like yeah, and they like punch him and kick him and knock him out, and then run away. Right, so these uh, these senior ladies are twins. And they're creepy AF. They're identical twins. Uh, And if you look them up on IMDb, the picture that they chose was like a mime picture uh, for their their bio. Like black lipstick. Yeah, like fucking terrifying. It really is. I don't know what they're doing with that. Um, But um, he comes back in and he sees that there's some sort of fundraiser that's going to give out. Uh, Harrison Bear, right? And he's like, "Oh, well, no, isn't it first the first the like the the dress like Santa?" Yeah, this is what uh, it is. DJ, okay, yeah, okay. So this is the Santa death match where they have to like Santa death match. Yes, they go to a bar and there's a mechanical bull, and whoever rides the mechanical bull is going to win the grand prize, a Harrison Bear, and it's over there on the table. And so they all jump up, and uh, everybody's getting pretty good times. 
Yeah, and then there's there's Santa number seven who's talking so much shit yeah. to everyone. He's like, "You guys might as well go home. Like, I'm gonna I'm, gonna, I'm gonna win that Harrison Bear for my son. I never let my son down. Like, Nerds is like, I hate this guy. I'm like, right. I kind of hate him too. But it's like, I mean, also that guy is annoying. So that guy ends up being the leader, and Larry's like, "All right, here's the deal. I got cheat." So he goes and he smears glue all over his hand and his butt. Yeah, uh, all over his backside. Claude. Has to help him smear glue again all over his backside. I mean, this is a this is an intimate relationship. Right, right. This is an intimate relationship. Anybody that's willing to let help like spread glue all over your ass, right? You, you've that's that's a good friend. It's a very close friend, and um, so Larry gets on and wins because he just isn't able to get off. By the way, while he's on, the security guard guy comes up and is like, hey, crank that thing to 11. Right. How fast can you make this thing go? And, and so, he gives the operator like 50 bucks. Yeah. And so Larry ends up like flipping around really hard and like probably has brain damage. But it's Larry the Cable Guy. How would you know? I mean, we've never been worried about brain damage before in any of these sports. Like, why would we start now? Mm-hmm. And so Larry gets stays on for like thirty some odd seconds, and when Which he gets is a very long time, yes, on a bull and or a mechanical bull, a very long time, very very long. And so um, Larry wins the grand prize, which is which is a trip for two to the Poconos. I think Claude's excited, right? And he's like, "What the fuck am I going to do with a trip for two for the Poconos?" And Claude's like, "I'll go with you." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Again, I'm like, T. And- Larry Claude. And it turns out second prize is the Harrison Bear. Which so, our annoying dude bro so Santa an- won. So annoying dude bro Santa did win that Harrison Bear. And he's like, damn it. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I'm never going to get this Harrison Bear for my daughter and she's never going to love me again. And Claude's like, you know that's fucked up, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> but also we go to Poconos. Al- but also I support you. And when are we going to the Poconos? Like, <laughs> I will clear my calendar. So the next week, or the next scene, rather, is Larry running around stores trying to get dolls, and he's like, yeah, and he ends up going up to the counter, and the guy's like, yeah, we have this Larry the Loser Bear, um, which is the second most popular bear, but you can have that one. The most popular bear is this Victor Bear, and then the daughter walks in, is like, I want the Victor Bear, and then he like wakes up in a cold sweat because it was a dream, because of course it was. Because it was a dream. Because it made no sense at all. No. Then he's back at the diner and he sees an ad for Soup Kitchen on that's giving away toys for tots. Mm -hmm. Toys for tots. And in the picture, there's a Victor Bear in the Toys for Tots. Or uh, not a Victor Bear, but a Harrison Bear. Yeah. In the Toys for Tots. And he was like, oh, if if I can dress up like someone who's homeless. Yeah. Well, the way he phrases it, Larry, you better not be thinking what you're thinking. Right. So his his plan was like one, put it a very sizable de- donation into the bucket. Two. Uh two, dress up like someone who is misplaced and uh go problematically. Like it's Yeah, go to Toys for Tots. And you're like, "But you're also not a tot." Like <laughs> So he like just basically plows his way in, sits on Santa's lads like, "Give me that fucking bear." Before that, he meets his old high school ex-girlfriend. Who? Outside, outside of the, yeah. like, church. She's like, oh, I'm, and I she's, haven't seen you since high school. He's like, right, yeah, how have you been? She's like, you seem not great. Like, he's like, it's not that bad. She's like, well, don't be too proud. And hands up, like, 20 bucks. He's like, he's like, I'm sorry, this isn't because I dumped you, is it? And he's like, I remember that differently. 
Right. I dumped you. It was mutual. Well, it's going to come out later. But he's like, he just diplomatically goes, I remember that differently. But thank you. Uh, 20 bucks. And she's like very moved and sad about his fate. And then, you know, Larry's like, I'm just going to put this in the box as well. Like, he's Mm -hmm. like, I'm not going to keep this $20. Right. And then he sits on Santa's lap. And he's like, listen, dude. I need need this bear. I'll sit here as long as it takes to get that bear. Uh, You're probably losing this feeling in your legs. Also, I had some chili for lunch, so it's going to be like... "Mm." It's going to be like not great. And he's like, get the bear, get the fuck out. Yeah. So uh, he gives him a bear and Larry runs out. He's like, I have a bear. He's like, I got a bear. My daughter will love me. Everything's good. Until he sees a little boy. A little boy. He says, is that one of those Harrison bears? He's like, yeah, man, I got it for my daughter. He's like, oh. Mom says we're not going to be able to afford much on, or we said, I wanted the Harrison bear, but I think I'm going to be able to get one for Christmas because mom says Santa's on a tight budget. What with dad being in prison and all. Right. And I was like, Valentine's oh, this is, Day. this is Christmas shoes boy. Yeah. And, and then, you know, he was just trying to steal enough to get mom a nice present. And there he's like, oh, here you go, kid. And right. gives, him the bear. gives him the bear. And then the kid is like, sucker! Mm-hmm. And runs away. And then he's like, oh, you and, gotta get the kid. Right, and then Larry, the cable guy, is chasing a child. Well dressed like a homeless dude. Yes, well dressed like a homeless dude, chasing a, a child uh, yeah. with a bear. And they, like, have an altercation outside of a church. Which opens up, and Larry's ex-girlfriend walks back out. Right. She's like, what are you doing to that child? He's like, I'm... Talking to him. And the child's like, don't threaten me. You know, you like... You have my bear. Right. Just because my dad's in prison and you're bigger than me. <laughs> and so, like, the whole church turns on Larry. Is like, Right. And then it's a real fucking mob. Like, an actual mob of church people yeah. chasing Larry the Cable Guy. Also, Larry pulled out a shot of, Janie, I dumped you. Like... Right, right. Through the town. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, kid walks over to the security guard. And I mean, that's a lot of action from church people. Like yeah. they are running in dress shoes. Well, I mean, honestly, the best we can usually get from church people is a um, half-hearted boycott. Absolutely. I was like, they, these people are real on fire for the Lord. I guess. Uh, well, righteous indignation does a lot. I mean, I guess so. But like, this is. Bonkers. It is. Bonkers. The entire church congregation chases him through the town. Meanwhile, the kid walks over to the security guard and the security guards, hey, thanks for the bear. Here's 50 bucks. And yeah, like, here's what we agreed upon. He's like, looks like it's 100 now. I had to do some solid acting and had to run away from a guy and got an entire church pissed off at him. So, uh, <laughs> so uh, price went up. Price went up. And the dude's like, all right, fine. So they begrudgingly do their exchange. On three. One, two, three, do the exchange, and he's got the bear. Right. Uh, meanwhile, Larry the Cable Guy ducks into the diner, mm-hmm. sits down in a booth with, with a person. person. Yeah. And was just like, whew, all those people are chasing me. That was a close one. Yep. And then uh, next scene, it's Larry and Claude again, hanging out. Like, zero comeuppance. Those poor church people... Ran around the whole town in their, like, Sunday school shoes. Yeah. Not to reprimand anyone. They could have scuffed the toes. Right. All their shiny shoes are going to be less shiny. Mm-hmm. So Larry and Claude are hanging out. They're marrying the no-bear situation. When Larry gets a call from a mysterious voice and says, 500 bucks cash. 
Right. Junkyard midnight. Me, meet me in the come junkyard alone. at midnight. Come alone. And so they go in. Right. And uh, he's like, it says to come alone. And Cloud's like, no, you're not going alone. Like, that's creepy as fuck. Like, I'm coming with you. Yeah. I would but, like to have a professional wrestler with me anytime I'm told but to go alone. also, he's like, I'm going to wait in the car. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were screaming, I'll come in. And Larry's like, fuck, no, you're not waiting in the you car. This far, you're getting in there. <laughs> right. So they go in and there's a hooded figure teaching, speaking through a voice modulator, but it turns out just to be Todd from... Or Jeffrey or whatever Jeff or his whatever name is. Name. The guy from like Happy Torture Hanukkah, Eve. Mary Kwanzaa, etc. And so they're about to do this exchange. He's got a little elf buddy there that's helping run the, you know... Right. The black market uh, Harrison Bear. And he's like, what's your deal? And he's like, look, I work at a shitty uh, toy store where it's going to take me 20 years to get assistant manager like why wouldn't i make some like coin on the back end you know yeah and so right when the the action goes down police bust which is possibly the closest reference to the (laughs) to jingle all the way one is the police bust and they take all the bears because they're like we think they're stolen and the guy's like no i bought these bears i bought them like that's and then the I just resold them. I'm buying and reselling. Which and is not illegal. Yeah. It's listen all y'all, that's arbitrage. It's like arbitrage. Yes. Anyway, and so Larry's outside and he's like, listen, can I just buy one of those bears from you guys? Like you can He's like, nope, all the bears are evidence. Sorry. Which makes me think that probably what happened is security guy got wind of it, turned him in, mm-hmm. and now they're just, you know, it's a Chinese uh it's, inspection. It's gonna hold him up. It's yeah. going to hold them up. Because Arizona Bears are only going to be valuable for like another week. And then after Christmas, the stock, you know, nobody cares. Yeah, dramatically plummets. So um, he just needs to lock those things up for a while. It doesn't matter if he gets them or if the cops get them. Right. Larry can't get them. Larry can't get them. That's it. So then they go back to the diner. And This diner is like a 24-hour thing, huh? Because yep. it was midnight when he met uh, Toy Man. Mm-hmm. So it's probably like two? Maybe, I guess. Maybe one. But the news is on, so they all turn up the volume because of the Harrison Bear report. Apparently that is the story. Yes. and the it's, news... a bit, it's a very slow lo- news cycle. Yeah, and so the news reporter is figuring out that some white dude with the same description is going to all of these stores and buying up the Harrison Bears. And... Someone would have to have a lot of money to be buying up every bear in town. Yeah, and uh, Larry. Larry's like, who has a lot of money? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Victor. Victor. He's like, I bet Victor's buying up all these bears. I'm going to go to the box company and bust them. Right. So he goes to the box company as a delivery guy mm-hmm. with a box, and he tells the secretary, hey, I got something for Victor Baxter. It's marked urgent. Related to Operation... Who's your daddy? Which would have, I think, got him thrown out of the building yeah, instantaneously. I, I would have hit that alarm bell underneath the... Uh, underneath the desk. The desk. Like, instantaneously. I was like, no. Nope. Boop, boop, boop. So, or maybe... Also, guess, his box is not well taped up. It looks like it could be a bomb. Yeah, it could be. I mean, that was original Jingle All the Way, which I thought would have been also a funny reference, but no. <laughs> no. 
So Victor gets the box, and Larry just kind of, like, tails him through the factory as the only two people in the whole damn factory. Because everyone else is leaving because it's the Christmas tree lighting ceremony. Right, right. He gave everybody a half day off because, you know, he's a good boss. It's also dark. So, like, it's not the halfest of days. It's like a quarter day at best. Yeah, so... Again, I don't like Victor, but I kind of like Victor. He's trying to do the right things, but he's got like this one really bad idea that right, like he's he very just went focused. hard on. He's very focused on yeah. the Harrison bear. Yeah, and so Larry's following him to try to find those rest of the bears. We go to the tree lighting. Little girl shaking presents. They're all empty, and the security guards chasing her off. He's like, "Stop shaking the presents! They're empty." So, which I kind of expected, like. There would have been the cheesy thing, like, we're hiding all the Harrison Bear dolls in the presents around the tree. Yeah. Like, no. that, no. No, they didn't. Do you, you remember that time in college when I wrapped presents and I put them all under the fake trees in our cafeteria and then I had, like, a big, like, white elephant gift exchange? It was so hilarious because, like, we were, like, grabbing presents, but, like, you had them marked... Like, you had a special tag on them or something? I had them marked with, like, numbers. But, yeah, so, like, slowly over the course of, like... Two weeks, I snuck in, like, 40 presents. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they were, like, they were, like, dollar store presents. They were dollar store presents, yeah. But it was still fun. And so, like, all of a sudden, we all ran over to this tree and grabbed all these presents, but you had to make sure I had a number on it. Right. And if you, and then we... And then we, like, yeah, we, like, unwrapped them. I had, like, was, a one. It, it was, was hilarious. And everybody was like, did they just... <laughs> Did they just open all the presents under the tree? <laughs> Are you like one guy got up and like pulled one out and like opened it up and it was just an empty box and they just kind of like slightly put oh, it Oh, I missed that. That was great. I missed that. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, but like two weeks, all these presents sat under the, the fake trees in our cafeteria because everyone thought they were fake. Yeah. But they weren't. I mean, some of them were real. Some of them. So there were a lot of fake ones. There were a but, lot of fake ones, but, but I, like, I snuck some, some real ones, ones under there. So uh, we went to such a small college where like no one also. Yeah, it was like pre 9-11. You could walk around with like a wrapped box and leave it places and and everyone was like, I'm sure that's fine. So. All right. uh, Back at the factory, Victor takes the box all the way back into this like warehouse where Uh there's all these other ones. Opens it up and pulls out, like, a head of lettuce. And then... And he's like, huh, what's this? Larry's like, I knew it was you! And they start kind of, like, arguing and fighting. They have a little bit of a scuffle. And in the scuffle, the door handle breaks off the door. The one door to this part of the warehouse. The one door to this part of the warehouse. Which is not fire code. No. There should be these two doors. There needs to be two egress There should be, like, uh, a crash bar, like, easy-to-exit area. Mm -hmm. Not like this, like weak ass door handle that falls off and now they're locked in and no one's gonna be here for two days and the door only unlocks from the outside larry you've doomed us all and they're like oh fuck right and then now we're back at christmas tree tree wife's trying to call victor and not getting any answer larry Mm -hmm. too like no Mm -hmm. one's picking up what the you know what's going on and then the reporter walks up is like hey you head of security guy so, um, here's the deal. We think you're stealing all the presents. Why are you doing that? And she's right. like, someone oh. matching your description bought all of the Harrison bears. And he's like, huh, that's weird. And he's like, that's weird. And he's like, yeah, they also paid for it with a like Boxster, Baxter uh, box, Baxter box company, box company card, uh, 
Uh-huh, that's also and, weird. And signed for it with like N Wells. Or maybe it's Welling. Welling. I have Welling written down. Yeah, maybe it's like Niles Welling. Uh mm. and he's like, I don't what? I, what? Uh and he seemed like kind of backing up and like the entire town instantly Instantly turns, turns on him. They have like a real mob mentality they this town. Do. And Welling just instantly just throws back during the bus. Right. And it's like I was just doing but honestly, he was just doing what his employer told him to do. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Baxter Box Company and Niles Welling stole all of your... He's like, that was the only thing my kid wanted for Christmas. Yeah. You're like, ruining our Christmas. And everybody is willing to, like, burn the place to the ground. Absolutely. There's some real angst. Yep. Some real unaddressed needs in this town. Mm, yep. And then we're back with Larry and Victor, who are still fighting and throwing bears at each other and getting mad. And this is the one laugh. The one laugh in this whole movie. The rest of this insepid mess had me shoving a like fork in my ribcage. But this one part <laughs> was, was great. great. <laughs> because what happens is uh, Victor's like, listen, you, you know, we can do this all day. I've seen The Matrix 37 times. He takes and, two bears. Yeah, he's got one in each hand. A bear in each hand. And he's like, Wah! like super slow motion. Uh, Silliness. Like yeah. Matrix poses. And then he's got one hand out towards the camera. It's the Morpheus shot. Right. The one you know. And he gestures with the bear's hand. The like, at, come at me. Come at me. And the bear says, let's play. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the best. Like, I, I literally laughed out loud. <laughs> Listen, I don't know... Uh, there are like 12 writers on this that didn't want to be claimed, I guess. They but who, can but whoever wrote and, that joke, that joke was solid. That that landed, that hit great. It was well shot. It was, everybody knew what they were doing in that one joke. It worked. And it was Congrats. Great. It, it was, was great. It was a thing of beauty. But then they have a big argument, like about who's the better dad. And it comes down towards what each one doesn't have. They see as the important thing. Well, and like, uh... You know, and he's like, I don't know. I've just never been a dad before. And uh, Larry the Cable Guy's like, stepdad. And he's like, see that, that right there. Like, you're diminishing my role, you know, as as a dad mm-hmm. in your daughter's life. And that feels shitty. Like, yeah, I'm, ju- I'm just as much a dad as you. I'm, I want good things for Noelle. That's what I want. Right. That's what and this like, is all about. Honestly, the more people who love your daughter, the better. Like, yeah, she can't have too many people trying she to She can't be have awesome. too many people to love her. So, like, let's just, like, shelve this whole bullshit and be cool, okay? And, but, like, also, Larry's like, listen, you got all the money in the world. You can buy your love, and I can't do that. And Victor's like, yeah, but you're, like, part-time, and you're, like, so satisfied with what you have that you just are free to be awesome and have fun. Right, you have so much time, you can take time off for to do to spend time with her to do whatever, and, like, I'm busy. I have a, I'm, like, also responsible for all of this company and, and, all, like, of, and all of these people's jobs. Like, and so, like, this I whole can't... town relies on me not fucking up this company. <laughs> right, and I can't, I can't just take all this time off. Sure, I've got a lot of money. Sure, I have a huge house. Sure, I have your wife, but like I have a lot of responsibility too. Right, right, and like both both people are like I've worked hard for what I have, and I've made the choices I've made, and I don't regret them. Like, yeah, like I and they do come to like kind of understanding. Where it's like I don't begrudge you your success. 
Like, and I don't begrudge you your time. And I and I don't begrudge you your life of leisure. Like, but like this has got to be about Noel. Mm-hmm. And then they remember they have cell phones. <laughs> and then they remember they have cell phones. Like, maybe we should call somebody. <laughs> but they don't have any signals. And they're like, moment. oh, never mind, whole big battle building. But they're like holding their phones up trying to find signal, and they're like, oh, is that Noel? And like they like pull their phones down, like yeah, like this is her doing this and this and this, and they're like showing each other their albums right, of Noel. Right, because they all have, they both have like their. Their screens, they're like, whatever. Their home screen, Their yeah. home screen is pictures of her. And they're like, oh, I love that picture. Look at her smile. <laughs> yeah, oh, man, she looks like she's having a lot of fun there. And then they're like like flipping through albums of each, on each other's stuff. Uh, by the way, spoiler, if you're ever locked somewhere and you have a cell phone, mm-hmm. the best thing you can do is try to send a text message. Text messages, uh, yeah, text messages are good. There was that whole thing about like trying to change your voicemail. Don't you, do that. That's a terrible choice. If you can call your voicemail, you call can 911. call 911. Yeah. Call 911. It's better. Yeah. Yeah. Do that. Or, um, yeah, if you can't get a phone call out, call send a text. Because texts will keep trying to send and they use a lot less juice. Exactly. They use a lot less. So. Pro tip. Pro tip. <laughs> but they don't anyway, do that. They don't do that either. They're like, you know what? We'll just get a fork truck and we will crash through the garage, the door. garage door. Yeah. And yeah. all will be fine. And they're like, yeah, Christmas is back on. So they decide maybe they should do Christmas together, like as they're running through mm-hmm. the thing. And they, like, there's a whole. They go back, or there's it flashes back to the tree lighting, right? And it's like turned into like a fucking mob. There's like tiki torches. They're like, uh, gonna burn the whole thing. So he calls Liz. Yeah, Victor a, calls Liz and was like, "Hey, I got caught up. Sorry. Like, I'm heading over to the tree lighting right now." And she's like, "You should not come. Like, they, they want your head on a pike. They want yeah, they want your head on a pike. They've got it in their head that you, uh." Bought up all of these Harrison bears, and they're really mad about it. And that's—I know that's ridiculous. You would never do that. And he's like, eh, "It's complicated." And she's like, "Oh my gosh!" By the way, have you seen Larry? And all of a sudden, Larry's like, "Yeah, I'm here too." And she's like, "What?" And he's like, "It's a it's long. It's also story. a long story." And she's like, "Well, what are we gonna do?" She's, he's like, "I don't know. We'll we'll figure it out." And so they hang up, and then Larry's like, "Listen, I got an idea." Right. And he's like, listen, this is going to go one of two ways. Either you're going to be the hero or you're going to be killed. Mm-hmm. Yin? He's like, I guess. I mean, I guess. So, yeah, they... Uh, they pull up to the They yeah they, Christmas tree lighting. They pull up to the Christmas tree lighting. It's a Baxter Boxer. No, it's the, the Baxter. Baxter Boxer Is that truck. the Baxter Box truck? And they're like, let's get him. Let's flip this truck over, motherfuckers. Like, and so um, Larry jumps out. He's like, listen, y'all, I'm trying to talk. Hey, hey. And then, like, diner lady, like, whistles and gets everybody's attention. And um, what as she's trying to, then, like, Claude, like, like, Larry is trying to speak. And everybody, like, shuts up. And they're like, okay. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, well, this didn't go quite as we thought it would go. But um, it was supposed to be a surprise. Supposed to be a surprise. And they open the back of the truck, and Victor's there dressed as Santa, and he's like, and they're like, say your line. My what? Your line. Like, Merry Christmas, everyone. From Baxter Boxes. Box Company, we would like to give every child a free Harrison bear. And he starts just, like, chucking him out of the trap truck, like, you know, like Trump throwing, t- um, you know, Toilet paper, paper towels. Paper. <laughs> paper towels. Uh, yeah. 
and everybody instantly turns again and they're like, oh, he's our hero. Oh, it was just. Oh, he gave us a free bear. We I love understand. It. Like, okay, this is really frustrating, but it came from a point. Okay, like lovable idiot kind of right, moment. Right. And next morning, Christmas. Christmas. Noel and Larry and Victor and Aaron. Yeah, are uh, all, Liz. Liz are all in Larry's house. Yep. And because Larry's a great cook. Yeah, and so. She, um, Noel opens a present. It's a Harrison doll, or bear, and it's from the two, it's it's from us, and it's Larry and Victor. <laughs> All right, from both your dads. From both your dads. And she was just like, oh, okay. Thanks. And it's like. Isn't that what you wanted? Isn't that what you asked Santa for? And she's like, did you read my letter? And he's like, no, but you did drop your letter on the ground. And Victor found it and brought it to me. And then we read it. <laughs> yeah. And then we might have read it. And she's like, that's not what I said. It doesn't say to get a Harrison. It says together as one. I want my family together as one. And I already got that. You guys are here. And everybody's like, oh, yeah. Christmas is about togetherness. And Larry like wipes a tear with a Santa hat tassel. He does wipe a tear with a Santa hat tassel. And they're like, all right, well, we need to carve the turkey, I guess. It's time for, for lunch. Who immediately goes from like presents to turkey? I don't know. I mean, sometimes. Sometimes, I guess. Sometimes you do. But when Larry goes to pull it out. It's burninated. Burninated. And so they're like, well, why don't we go for dinner? And then they argue about that for a few minutes. Yeah, and they argue about where to go for dinner. And they're like, Chinese, Korean, sushi. like. And I was like, there are that many places open in their podunk small town on Christmas Day? Spoiler, like, there's not. Goals. Indeed. Hashtag goals. Indeed. But yeah, and then it just kind of fades out on that. Right, and we assume that Noelle and her blended family live happily ever after. Uh, I was mad. One thing. Mm -hmm. I wish Claude would have been invited to the Christmas. Claude should have been invited to the Christmas. He should have been there. Even though he's just family. Is he? Yes. He's he's family you can choose. Is he? I mean, I feel like he's... (laughs) He may be be closer to family than some people. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe you gotta wait till next year when Larry and Claude get hitched and then you can... Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I'm still shipping it. Yeah. Larry and Claude. Um... So what did we learn? Uh, togetherness at Christmas is the most important Christmas thing. Christmas is about being together. Ohana means family. Family Who means no. The one that gets left behind or forgotten. forgotten. Um, yeah, it's not so, what so, you can do for your kids. It's just being there is half the battle. Right, and being yourself. Yeah, and being true in yourself and all being that. Being yourself. Like, your your kids will love you for you. And you she just likes me need for to me. be you. Yes. Not because I look Yes, like... that's exactly the uh, the message. Who was that? Oh, I Blessed Union you. of Souls? I think so, maybe. Yeah. Sounds right. I don't know. Could be. Let's go with it. <laughs> and on that note. And on that note, please parent responsibly. Please parent responsibly. <laughs>